everybody. John Fan here. C-W-O-W-I.org, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. There you can sign up for my weekly thoughts, which is a teaching that comes out every Friday by email, uh, Friday in the U.S., uh, Saturday morning um, on the other side of the dateline. Uh, we're a worldwide house church network. Uh, I do these teachings. It's all about the discipleship process. I do these every Wednesday morning, um, Tulsa time. And uh, today talking, oh, and by the way, if you sign up for my weekly thoughts by going to our cwowi.org, it's in the header of my weekly thoughts and my e-newsletter. That's where I put our meetings, our Zoom meetings, our conferences. And also within there, that's where I share prophetic words that the Lord has given me, uh, whether it be for the body of Christ, the world, etc. Um, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, that's a small part of what I do. It's just the nature, the function of, of what I do. Uh, but the Lord has called me to especially focus on home-based churches and a biblical pattern, and uh, which means rotating homes, rotating leaders. It does not look like a, a miniature of the auditorium. So anyway, but I do these to help along with the, the discipleship process. And really, this is kind of a part three where I've been talking about the ways that the Lord communicates to us. Earlier, I talked about perceive, discern, and witness, the nonverbal ways or many nonverbal ways that the Lord uh, speaks to us and, and communicates to us, uh, things that our mind picks up on in our spirit. Today, I want to talk about a couple specific things, uh, not the vague things about how he communicates, but specifically. Specifically, is that an angel talking to you or is that the Holy Spirit talking to you? Now, when I was 14 years old, I had a mini bike, which is just a small motorcycle, small tires, you know, with a five horsepower engine on it. And I had a helmet, a converted football helmet that I'd painted gold to match the, the frame of the mini bike. And the rule was that if I wanted to ride that mini bike, I had to wear the helmet. One day, my friend Eric, who had a go-kart, uh, said he could go about 40 miles an hour you know, which would be something comparable to, you know, 50 kilometers an hour or so. And, uh, and I said, I could do, well, actually it'd be a little more than that, almost 60. Uh, actually it would be a little more than that, 60, 65 kilometers an hour. Anyway. Um, so he challenged me to a race and before I went, I held my helmet in my hand and I thought to myself, should I obey my mom? Should I go ahead and obey my mom and put on my helmet? Cause that wasn't cool when you're a 14 year old boy. And I heard a voice and it came from behind me and to the, to the right. And as soon as I thought, I wonder if I should obey my mom and put on my helmet. And I heard this voice say, go ahead and, uh, and obey your mom and put on your helmet. And so I did. And, uh, and, it, and I thought about it at the time. I thought, that, where, where did that come from? That was like from outside me. You know, it wasn't from within. It was from outside and back behind me to my right slightly. But I obeyed. I put on my helmet. Turns out he collided into me at 40 miles an hour, had a wreck, spent three days in the hospital, had a concussion. Uh, you know, that helmet saved my life. And so, um, and so that was my first experience that I can remember of that. And when the Lord started teaching me these things, some of which I'm, I'm what I'm teaching here today, he specifically referred to that incident about noting how the angel's voice was almost like a suggestion. It was, it was, uh, of, of floating in, came floating into my thoughts that my mind perceived it, that, uh, there are intense times in scripture where an angel says something and it's intense. It is a command. It is like, you've got to do this, but much of the time it's going to come across as a suggestion or as a thought that you had of your own, but it's always from the outside. And it, what an angel feels like after these many years of walking with the father and walking with the Lord, it feels like uh, a person anointed by the Holy Spirit. It, in the same way, I know the voice of, of all those that I love and count near and dear and my friends and everyone, um, you'll also, if you've had an experience like that, where, where you, something, somebody from the outside, maybe from beside you, behind you, in front of you, whatever, they spoke. And if you, if you, 
um, think on it. You've probably had that happen several different times in your life. And that voice is something that you get to know, just like you know anybody that 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 you are around. And that's usually what we would call your guardian angel. That's the one who watches over you. And, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine who talked about when he was in high school wanting to go party with some friends and he put his hand on the, the door of the car to get in the car because the guys were saying, Hey, come on, come on. We got some beer. We're going to get going. He put his hand on the, on the car and he said a voice from behind him said, don't do that. There's going to be a wreck. Don't go with him. There's going to be a wreck tonight. And so he pulled his hand back. He said it like it was hot because the voice so caught him by surprise, but he obeyed and, and, and everything. It turns out there was a wreck and he possibly saved his life by not going with them. And so I've had different people, <laughs> people talk about, you know, a, a voice telling them where they put their, their house keys, uh, where they put their, their glasses, uh, you know, forgetful things like that. They'll say, okay, father, where is it? Where is it? And they'll hear this voice from the outside communicating to them, uh, you know, where it is, or it's like a suggestion or, you know, you left it in the glove box of the car, that sort of a thing. Um, in scripture, we look at this and we see a, uh, an angel, uh, for instance, in, in Acts 8, 26, it says an angel said to Philip, go down the highway from Jerusalem that goes to Gaza or you know, through Gaza out into the desert. And it said, Philip arose and obeyed. He obeyed and, and obeyed that. And now it came across as a command, but as a suggestion almost, and it feels like a person anointed by the Holy Spirit who's like standing in your room. It, it's the presence of the Lord, but it's not strong enough to be actually the presence of the Lord himself, but it's the presence of the Lord in, in, it feels like a person standing in your room. You can sense that. Uh, you'll with your mind, you'll pick up that, these things in the spirit. What I taught earlier in these in this space uh, kind of builds on this. Um, another example is in uh, um, Acts twenty seven verses twenty two through twenty four, where Paul had been fasting for fourteen days. Uh, that he had gotten on a ship. Uh, and told them, he said, I perceive that we're going to lose the ship, the cargo in our lives. That was something he perceived. He didn't have the specifics. And then he says in 22 through 24, this is Acts 27, I believe it is. Um, Acts 27, 10, Acts 27, yeah, 22 through 24. And, and he says, fear not, men. He said, there stood by me this night an angel of whose I, uh, of God, whose I am and whom I serve. And he said to me, fear not, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar, etc. God's given you everyone alive. You're going to be shipwrecked on an island, stay with the, the boat, etc., etc. And an angel spoke to him, and it was, again, stood by me this night. Uh, the angel that rescued Peter in Acts chapter 12 from the jail cell, they're, they're external, and they give commands and, and instruction externally. An angel feels like a person anointed by the Holy Spirit. Um, now, switching gears, okay, that summary that, that an angel... Uh, is almost sometimes like a suggestion. You may have had many different times like that in your life, if you think about it. And and that that guardian angel's voice is a little bit familiar, just because you, you'll recognize it. Um, anyway, now when the Holy Spirit speaks, this is this is. I've talked to so many people, and they talk about uh, the Holy Spirit speaking to them, and this is a point of I want to say confusion in a lot of people because when people say have heard the Holy Spirit, if they're not experienced hearing the Holy Spirit they will say this to me. They'll say, God spoke to me in an audible voice. And what that is, is usually a lack of experience. Of all the people that I've talked to, people I've interviewed, people after the Lord taught me these things, I kind of sought out some things just to, to verify some things uh, by the scripture and by experience on the things that he was saying. And I must have talked to, I don't know how many people, but except for one person that I couldn't prove it, everybody else was just inexperienced in hearing the Holy Spirit. 
Uh, people say, I want to hear God's voice, I want to hear God's voice. But what that is in the book of Acts is it specifically says the Spirit said or the Holy Spirit spoke. For instance, when Peter in Acts chapter uh, uh, chapter 10 and verse 19, Peter sees a vision. And he's thinking on the vision. And Acts 10, 19 says, while he's thinking on the vision, the Holy Spirit or the Spirit spoke to him and said, behold, three men are downstairs at the door looking for you. Go with them, nothing doubting, I have sent them. And the Holy Spirit, when he speaks, it is, it is, it can appear to be an audible voice. Uh, let me, let me share with you. That's because it's like a loudspeaker in the brain. It's so commanding and so authoritative and like, like the Holy Spirit there to Peter. Another example is in Acts 8, 29, where Philip had obeyed the angel and gone down that highway and he saw this, this chariot and an, an Ethiopian official in it, and it said, the Spirit said to Philip, go join yourself to that chariot. Very specific, very, very specific, but uh, the audible voices in, in the, the only audible voices we find are in the gospel. In Matthew 3, 16, when Jesus was, came up out of the water uh, after his baptism, the, the, the Father spoke and everybody heard it around. Uh, you find it in at the Mount of Transfiguration with Peter, James, and John, Jesus, Moses, and Elijah spoke to him, and God the Father spoke out of the cloud saying, this is my son. They all heard that. In John chapter 12, verses 29 through 31, Jesus prayed and said, Father, glorify your name. And a voice came and said, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. And everyone heard the voice. Some thought maybe it thundered. Some said an angel spoke to him. Jesus said, this voice didn't come for my sake, but for yours. But an audible voice is heard by multiple people. That's the example in scripture. In Acts chapter 9 and verse, let me look up here, 7 and also 22, 9, Paul has an experience with the Lord when he's, he's going to Damascus. And there's an, on the surface, it appears to be almost a contradiction because if you compare Acts chapter 9 when the event happened that said that everyone stood by him, they, they didn't, they heard a, a sound or saw the light, but they didn't hear a voice. And then Acts 22, where Paul is retelling his testimony, he says they, they heard a sound. Uh, it's actually sound in the Greek, not a voice. But Paul heard the voice of the Lord and everyone else just kind of heard a sound, kind of like in John 12, they heard a thunderclap or they heard something supernatural. But, but, but that, if you will, audible specific voice to Paul was just to Paul and he alone heard it. So you have these instances where, where the Holy Spirit tells Philip specifically, where the Holy Spirit tells Peter specifically. Um, these are the instances where the Holy Spirit speaks. And if you're not accustomed to it, it does sound like a loudspeaker in the brain. You think God spoke to me audibly. And then the next question is, did other people hear it? And you say, and they'll say, no. Okay. Then it wasn't an audible voice. It was specifically audible to you, but it wasn't like in the gospels. In fact, the only time we see that is in the gospels. Um, and so the other instance is in Acts 21, 11, where the prophet Agabus comes to the apostle Paul and he says, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying, that the man who owns this belt is going to be arrested by the Jewish leaders and turned over to the Romans. And notice what Agabus said, the Holy Spirit said this. Now, when I have a prophecy for a person, I generally, usually I hear the Holy Spirit speak. And I've been doing this a lot of years, folks. I've walked with the Lord 47 years, for whatever, at this point. Uh, you know, I know his voice and everything. But a lot of times, prophecy will first, general prophecy will first uh, kind of form as a vague awareness. Your mind picks up on it. And then as you as you give your, your attention, yourself to that, to that vagueness, then words will form and then you speak it out. And that's something you perceive, something you discern. And so you speak it out and it's, it's prophetic. But when I hear... A prophecy for somebody, I'm actually just repeating what I hear the Holy Spirit say, the same as Agabus did in Acts 21 11. 
and uh, and so it's, a, it's perhaps a matter of experience. Perhaps it's a matter of of just the process of discipleship. I I, I really don't know. In fact, I don't know why an angel spoke to Philip in Acts eight twenty six and said, "Take the the desert road that goes down through Gaza." And then three verses later, in verse twenty nine, it says the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, "Join yourself to the chariot." Why an angel one time and the Holy Spirit the next? I don't know. But those are the differentiate how to differentiate. The Holy Spirit Himself is internal. Sounds like a loudspeaker. It's direct. It's concise. It's to the point. It's not going to be long and 20 pages long or five pages long or half a page long. You'll notice each specific instance in scripture, it is short and it's to the point. And the person knows it is the Holy Spirit speaking to them. It's not audible where other people can hear, but it's audible to them. Now, an angel, that's some, again, feels like a, it's a lesser anointing, a lesser presence of the Lord, but it's from the outside, and you can tell the direction, you can tell the, the basic area that it comes from, and it almost often, often it is like a suggestion. Often it's like a, uh, just like that, like, hey, why don't you do this? It's a thought oftentimes that floats into your mind, but you can tell it's coming in from the outside. So that's the difference between an angel on the outside that feels like an, a person anointed by the Holy Spirit. Um, Oh, another example is Acts chapter 10, if I didn't mention that, verses 2 through 6, where the angel appeared to Cornelius. And and uh, angels cannot preach the gospel in this age, and so he had to tell him, give instructions, how to go find Peter to get salvation. And so the angel appears to him and gives him a, a quick you know, said, hey, go go to Joppa, go to a man named Simon. He, he's a tanner by by profession. His house is by the sea. In there, you'll find a guy named Simon Peter. He will tell you what you need to do. And and so an angel is like, again, short, sweet, to the point, but it's, it's, on, it's on a friendly level, so to speak, of just saying this is what you need to do. So anyway, I hope this has been a blessing to you. CWOWI.org. You know, my heart has always been Psalm 1037. Psalm 1037 says, he made known his ways to Moses, and his acts or actions to the children of Israel. Folks, don't just look for the manna in the wilderness and the quails flying low and the water out of the rock. Don't live miracle to miracle like that. Be like Moses. Set your heart. He made known his ways unto Moses. If you know the ways of the Spirit, if you know the ways of the Father God, then the miracles will happen. The manna will happen. The water from the rock will happen. But don't focus on that. Focus on the ways. And that's why I share these things, some of the ways of the Lord, uh, in this look at my previous uh, videos for you. I hope they'll be a blessing to you. You can take notes off of them. CWOWI.org. You can sign up for my weekly thoughts there. You can email me, et cetera, et cetera. So God bless. Hope it's been a blessing. See you next week.